It's time to bet it all. This is Bet MGM Tonight, live from BetQL. And live from the nation's capital, Ryan Horvath, Nick Ashew. We're on Twitch, we're on YouTube, we're on the Odyssey app. Look at this catch right here. Meadows, the Tigers. Yeah, I don't uh, like it. I uh, thought that that, came, that looked nice coming off the bat. I don't even, was that Dansby Swanson at the plate? Yeah, I don't like that, though. Yeah, it's, this is uh, the, the Cubbies are letting us down right now. Not happy. Not happy. Do got some good news as far as the oh, bets go, though. And yeah. What's that? Let's make sure, though, because sometimes you need confirmation. All right. So it looks like we're going to get uh, Colorado-Tampa Bay, the overhome, because it's tied up at four. The bases are loaded for the Tampa Bay Rays in that game. Uh, the under looking decent. San Francisco-Philadelphia still 3-2. Wasn't looking good early. It was 2-1 to going into the second inning. And then Baltimore and Toronto tied up at three. So everything's looking all right tonight as far as the uh, bet sweats. After tonight, no more baseball for me. It's going to feel be not for the liberating. rest of the season. Maybe a little post. Hey Scott, how many but... times have we heard that now in the last two weeks alone? Uh, one hundred thirty, two hundred seventy-one. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. but we got yeah. football, and we got <laughs> real football, not just preseason football. Although, shout out to the Washington Commanders who we gave that out on Friday right. and on Thursday. Uh, that one felt good. That yep. was a sweat. Shout now out I, to Jake Fromm. Now I almost, I almost didn't play it because I said it's my team, and I just don't. There's, yeah. a, you know, but I did. I played it on Monday. Gave it out at the beginning of the show. With Denton Day, who was in yesterday, and now we both had both had the Commanders money line and came through, came through because of the hero Jake Fromm. Worst part is, got myself into a little bit of traffic on my little mini road trip I had to make, mm-hmm. and I had to actually listen to a football game on the radio, and it was a tremendous broadcast. But just like, ooh, I couldn't imagine having to do that. Shout out to anybody that has to travel for a living and like listen to football games on the yeah. radio. I need the vision. Yep. I don't even yep. like being at NFL games though because well one my anxiety kicks in especially when they do the red zone thing because I try to like tape all the other games. I don't want to miss football. But unless it's a standalone game on a Thursday night, Saturday, Sunday, I'll never go to another football game. I don't think again. I just can't miss everything else. It's, I mean, it's, look, it's a difficult thing to do if you're actually trying to, like, watch the games and soak it all in for a living. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's another if you're a fan and that's all you really care about. So, like, I understand that. Right. But I'm with you. Like, going to football games, the experience is not as good as it is watching it on TV. Like, hockey's better in person than on TV. Oh, yeah. Uh, baseball's better in person than on TV. Because even though it's slow, like you it's just drunk. you're there. Yeah, you just go get a bunch of beers <laughs> no, and you walk around. Yeah, take it. Yeah. What do you mean you're kidding? That's, yes, you're that is the best part about going to baseball. Of course, games. It is. I mean I'm from you know I'm a Wrigley fan. Uh, I'm a I mean, Cup fan, so. I love I love going to NBA games live. Me I would too. I would say that NBA is better live than on TV. But I mean, look, I'm an NBA junkie, so I'll watch both and like I'll be fine with it either way. Yeah, my take is, and I know everybody will say hockey. I think the NBA. I mean, growing up though, Bulls fan in the '90s, we had decent tickets. Nothing will ever beat that experience. Sure. I mean, like the starting introductions. The most legendary starting oh, lineups of all time. Everybody would just be there, and it would be from North Carolina, but that's never what got me up. I would just, oh, the 20 games he would start every season. From Split, Croatia. <laughs> I would go absolutely ham for Tony Kukoc. From St. John's, Bill Wennington. I like like when the scrubs would like the bench guys would get some run. From Arizona, Judd Bushler. Judd Bushler. I could tell you. I who, thought you were gonna go Steve Kerr with the Arizona. You, you, could, go, you could go Bulls roster nineteen ninety to two thousand, and I could probably tell you where they went to college. John Paxson, Notre Dame. And we're not really gonna do that because that would be terrible content, but it is something that I could do. I'm gonna ask one and just see if you get it. All right. Bulls roster. We're going to go the 92-93 Bulls, and then we're going to move on. We oh, 92-93, you might be able to get me. All right. I should have probably Any looked. player. Yeah, hit me with anybody, though. Rodney McRae. Uh, no, man. Arkansas. <laughs> no, Louisville. Okay, All yeah. Right, there you go. All right. All right. 
Hold word. on, 95 to 2000. Okay, Let me 90. change that. All right, yeah, because I was only like four or five, six at the time. One of All right, those, 95, those 96 days. Bulls. Here you go. We'll do one, and then we'll move on from All right. this. All right. 95, 96 Bulls. I want to find a uh, – uh, James Edwards. Oh, man. <laughs> I knew it. I picked the most obscure – Yes, it was. Most obscure one on there. This was his Very 18th. Better player. known as a, as a piston, right? Yeah. Yeah, this was yeah. his 18th year in the league he, at that point. Yeah, he didn't get any run. I was hoping he would go like Jack Haley, rest in peace, or something like that. I don't know. where. Uh, hold on. Wash- I got uh, Temple. Uh-huh. Washington. Okay. All right, that's it. All right, we move there on. There we go. We're fine. All that's right. it. All I want to do is not all of them, I guess. I, I want to, <laughs> but there's always a, there's always a <laughs> random guy on a roster. You always get that where you just go back and you look. You're like, oh my god, he was. I forgot all about him. Yeah. Well, I was thinking you got Arizona because you got Kerr and Bushler on the same team, right? You got Jordan, Carolina, Pippin, Pippin, Central Arkansas. You got Kukoc. Didn't even go to college. Split Croatia. Couldn't speak English his first three years in the league. That was pretty. You know, Ron Harper, Miami, Ohio. Ron Harper before the Bulls, man. Oh, oh people for he was a, a twenty point a game scorer with the Clippers and Cavs. Bad knee injuries. Yeah. You wonder like with some of those guys, if everything's obviously changed, like modern uh medicine and, and how they do surgeries yeah. and whatnot. I'm not smart enough to tell you how. You wonder if a lot of those guys would have had better or longer careers. You know what I mean? I mean a torn ACL could keep you out as long as Tommy John surgery does for a pitcher now. Yeah. You know, and, and it's t- completely changed now. Yeah, it really it's, has. So, yeah, it's med- modern medicine continues. It's also training, it's nutrition, it's all the preventative medicine that's out there for athletes. But it doesn't mean it prevents uh, plenty of injuries. I mean, we didn't get a chance to talk about this with you, but Lonzo Ball's injury. I mean, he finally spoke about it yesterday. It yeah. was a cartilage transplant, and he doesn't sound overly optimistic, but he's leaving the door open. Yeah, I mean, and he also, I mean, he's like, did you see... Um, the video today where he was like sitting up and sitting down or getting into the chair. I just saw this one for Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Lonzo Ball says, come to the actual source next time. I'm not hard to reach. This was four hours ago. He actually posted this video on social media. On social media. Uh, you could give him a follow on Twitter, obviously. And he's just standing up and down from a chair doing a little clap. And this was for Stephen A. Smith. Lonzo Ball? Let yeah. me see it. Turn it this way? Yeah. I can't Lonzo. see the video. So he uh, tweeted at Stephen A. It's, Smith. And what did said, Stephen A. say? Come to the actual source. He said that he heard reports that he couldn't, like, get up and uh, – he couldn't get into a chair. Like, he couldn't oh. sit down pretty much. And he was saying, I can do this. So it's You it's need to terrible, do more though. than that to get on a basketball court, Well, yeah, I mean, that, that really sucks, though. Not only just being a Bulls fan, just – because he was getting better every single year. And that team was good. That team was actually good. Best team in the East. With him running the point for them. Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, it was like the first half of the season. But yeah, but still. I like the fit of DeMar and Zach together with Lonzo running the offense. You know what I mean? Because mm. they just don't really have a true point guard. Like, Caruso's a nice bench player. Kobe White, we don't, like, is he a one? Is he a two? Um, yeah. 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 I like Io, but, you know. So, Bill Barnwell did another article on ESPN.com. He's actually got some really good stuff. We've been not stealing it. We're just using it and turning it into a segment because it really is some of the stuff we've already talked about. For, my God, the entire summer. We almost are here. Thank God. Uh, Four teams that are going to be the biggest jumps in the NFL this year. So, he's got Chicago, whose win total is at 7.5. Denver, who's sitting at 8.5. Cleveland, who's at 9.5. And and then the Rams, who are at just 6.5. Now... You know the two teams that I love on this list, and that's the Rams over 6.5, and, and that's the Broncos over 8.5. I'm a little concerned with Denver because that offense has not looked good in the preseason. And to be honest with you, Russell Wilson's been the worst quarterback out of everybody they put on the field. But what I will say is this. You don't see the most, and like you don't see 
everything from a quarterback in the preseason. So I'm holding out judgment until the season starts. But I'm more confident in the Rams going over six and a half wins and being a playoff team than anybody else out of those four teams that I named. Yeah, I mean, like with the Rams, I just feel like now, like expectations have gotten so low that we forget that they just won the Super Bowl two years ago. And obviously this is a completely different roster. They were in salary cap hell because they went all in. Uh, for that Super Bowl. If, if you remember, their social media account even told you that. They had Odell Beckham Jr., Von Miller, like everybody <laughs> was there. And, yeah, I mean, I worry a little bit about the defensive side of the ball, mainly the secondary, um, although I don't think losing Jalen Ramsey was the worst thing. And let's, like, you know, I mean, nobody roots for injury, but he's out for the first couple weeks of the season, so he wouldn't have been healthy most likely anyway for them. Um, offensive side of the ball, all the reports are Matthew Stafford hasn't looked this healthy in years. I think people forget Matthew Stafford is a pretty damn good quarterback. Yes. They just won a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Cooper Cup, if he's healthy, is one of the best, if not the best wide receiver in the league. Um, and it's Sean McVay. And, and like we continue to say, man, Sean McVay could have had a really comfortable job. He just got married to his beautiful fiance. He could have been home. He has a kid on the way too, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and he uh, turned down millions and millions of dollars to have a really easy job just going into the broadcast booth. Because cause why? I think he still thinks that he can mm-hmm. do something in this league. And the NFC, nobody's running away with. I mean, the Niners, if they stay healthy, are tough, obviously. Uh, the Eagles, if they stay healthy, have big expectations. And then Dallas. But other than that, I mean, we're talking about Atlanta and all these you know, younger teams, Chicago, maybe Green Bay. So, yeah, I, I think seven, eight wins. I think that's very doable. And who even knows? Maybe they win double-digit games and surprise everybody. I don't think it would be the craziest thing in the world. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if they won four games. I wouldn't be shocked if they won 11 games the Rams because it all comes down to health if Stafford plays all the games this season and you know the other thing though really quick that offensive line they can't be calling retired police officers to play left tackle by week three again this season especially with Matthew Stafford behind center that's the other thing if his elbow or whatever else back all the other elements stay healthy this year they find a way to protect him Cooper Cups Cooper Cup again who knows, man? Maybe, they, maybe they're maybe they a lot better than we project. I think that's a big thing, though, is Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. What does Cooper Cup look like? He's already missed time with a hamstring issue in camp, yeah. which, again, guys that miss a lot of time coming back, especially the receivers, guys that count on speed and cutting and all those things, the soft tissue injuries, hamstrings specifically, those tend to pop up. So shouldn't be overly concerned as long as it's taken care of. But we just know that that offense is going to run around Cooper Cup first. And, you know, he is. I will say this, though. Like, the other thing is when a guy loses it, he loses it. And coming off another injury, he is 30 years old. He's only 30 years old, but he's also 30 years old. Mm-hmm. So if he is missing a step. The good thing about Cooper Cup, he's got great hands and he's such a good route runner. Yeah. Even if he's not going to burn, you know, burn you, he's still going to be able to find ways to get open, create separation and give you 90 to 100 receptions if he plays a full season. And that's probably his his floor, his basement. So, um, yeah, it really does come down to that. Really quick going back to Denver, it's just a team that they should be better, but I can't invest any money in Russell Wilson. And, yeah, I mean, we all believe in Sean Payton being an upgrade over Nathaniel Hackett. And we know how damn good the defensive side of the ball is. But if Russ isn't better, if he doesn't become the old version of Russ or – you know, seventy percent of them. It. Just close to it at this point. I just I don't know what the other options are there, and um, if it starts off rough again, I could just see that I, just, I could see them just giving up because last year that defense just kept going all season long, even though the offense it was three and out after three and out. The, de- the defense was on the on the field for so long, and they got sick of it. They like yeah. they, you could see them just glaring at Russell Wilson, like move the damn ball for us. And if they start off slow, like you know, one and four, two and five. Also, Sean Payton, such a big name, making so much money, coming out of the broadcast booth, 
in a locker room with a bunch of veterans, they might just be like, screw this guy, too, and just quit on him. I mean, I don't know. I'm thinking worst-case scenario if you're Denver. I didn't do anything with them. You already know how I feel about Raiders, Commanders, Dolphins, Bears. That's the first four weeks of the season for the Broncos. That's what I mean. They have to get off to a nice start. They have to get. And those look, all four of those games are winnable. Miami's probably the toughest. In fact, Miami's the toughest as long as they're healthy. Yeah. But, I mean, if that's a 3-1 and one start, even if that's a 2-2 two and two start, and Russell Wilson looks capable, just capable at this point, then you're in a good spot. But with what happened last year, and then all the just the annoyances from him, yeah. just the just the just the completely just not like no self awareness whatsoever. And then you pile that on to, oh, this looks just like last year. I still refuse to believe that Russell Wilson has fallen off that much. I, I really do. And maybe I'm in the minority and maybe I'm a crazy person. And by week four, they're gonna be one and three, and I'm gonna go, guys, I was wrong. But I'm not ready to do that yet. But I'm also a little concerned with what I've seen in the preseason. Even though it's preseason, you want to go into the regular season having some semblance of a confidence level, right? You want to at least be able to say, like, okay, we've got a rhythm on offense. Yeah, and and that's kind of what I'm saying with Sean Payton. I mean, he's he's a coach that I don't. No team has ever quit on Sean Payton. So I'm not saying, oh, if Denver starts one and three, they're going to quit on Sean Payton. If anything, they're probably going to throw Russell Wilson under the bus. But that's kind of what happened last year. You know, like Mm. Russ was this. I mean, they wanted Aaron Rodgers, Denver did, let's be honest. That's why they hired Nathaniel Hackett. They didn't (laughs) hire him to call plays for Russell Wilson in his 30s. But, I mean, they just kind of, like, gave up on Russ. And it was a goofy situation all season long. Like, is Javante going to stay healthy all season long? He did come back. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's probably not going to be 100% the first four games of the season. But Javante Williams is a huge part of that offense. I do like the P. Ryan pickup. He had a really good year last year for Cincinnati that people forget about. Great third down back. Great short yardage guy. Yeah, Jerry Judy's there. Sutton's there. Marvin Mims is still there. Marquise Calloway. There's just way too much talent where would it be crazy if they got off to a slow start? Maybe we see Jared Stidham. You saw how he played in the uh, small sample size know, for the Raiders. Remember when they thought he was the guy? I thought they were going to keep him around with the Raiders, too. Like, the fact that he isn't there anymore, I was kind of surprised. Yeah, um, but, but who knows, man? So maybe if Russ stinks, we see him. I think Russell Wilson has to be really bad for, like, six weeks, though, for that to even be a consideration. Especially Again, with what you're paying him. That's the thing. They're paying <laughs> him a lot of money. It's a very high-profile contract. They gave up a ton of picks and actual players on that roster, and you're going... If he's that bad, they're going to really have to make sure that it doesn't turn around at all. Because once you make that move, once you bench him, like, that's it. You can't go back to Russell Wilson at that point if you've benched him because he looks horrible. No. No, I agree, man. All right, whose stock would you rather buy then? Denver or Chicago? You still on Denver? I'm still going Denver. Even after I still believe in even Sean after Payton. watching Justin Fields with those little dump off passes defense, that are going for 75 oh, that, yards. That defense in Denver is still one of the best in the NFL. You got a strong run game there. Right. Russell will they they went out and they made additions to that offensive line to protect Russell Wilson. I still believe in my Denver Broncos. My Denver Broncos. I'm sticking with the Bears. How bearish. Bears. It's been MGM the